This is Achievement Hunting 101. Hello and welcome to the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast, a podcast aimed squarely at achievement hunters, whether they are figuring out how to get started or seasoned veterans. Thank you for joining us as we focus on topics related to increasing gamer score. Before we start the show, I would like to introduce my co-hosts. First up, joining to me, large and in charge, because he's a sizable character, Big L. How the heck you doing, buddy? Howdy, y'all. Next up, we have the man who calls himself a rocker, but really only listens to rap and modest mouse. Corey, the rocker dude, 5012. How you doing, bud? Hey, man. How's it going? And lastly is the least interesting man in the world, Ryan, the Mighty Mango. How's it going? I'm doing all right. Before we go any further, we want to give a big shout out to the members of this awesome community for their big gamer score games. L, if you'd like to go, go ahead and mention them off. Oh, sure. Uh, community members reached some milestones this week, and we wanted to give them some love. We have the almighty Koosh Moose, who crossed 250,000 gamer score. Woohoo! Oh, we have a new community member, X the Hero, and he got 600,000 gamer score. Woohoo! There is this other guy, um, uh, one of our co hosts, I think. Yes, Ryan Mighty Mango! Do you want to tell us what you did? I hit 800,000 at Achievement Fest this last weekend. Dang. Woo! Woo woo. All right, don't talk too much about Achievement Fest yet. No, nope, not yet. Uh, also at Achievement Fest, Giant Hunger hit 500K. Woo! And Pete Tart, pretty, pretty, hit 300K. And of course, Pew. let's not forget Elroy OMJ. Love that guy. He got 400k, and he thinks he's the top of his state, but um, we'll just have him believe that he's number one on all the leaderboards. So 400,000 gamer score, how much TA is that for Elroy? I believe he's resurged lately. That made no sense. (laughs) I believe he's on a resurgence lately, and he has gotten a massive 403,000 TA score. Way to go, go, buddy. That's amazing. Muscle flexes. Step up from 401. All right. If you would like to hear your achievements broadcast to the world, then be sure to send us a friend request on TA, join the Discord, let us know, and you can we'll give you a shout-out as you hit those big milestones. Now, speaking of Mighty Mango hitting 800K at Achievement Fest, Ryan, why don't you give us an update on, on it? How'd it go? So I'll give a recap on Achievement Fest, which was this last weekend. As I mentioned before, my goal uh, for the weekend was between fifteen and 20,000 gamer score. And I achieved about 19,500 gamer score in basically three and a half days of gaming. Um, pretty much cranked through any easy game I could get my hands on, um, as well as a lot of other people. I think I finished 12 games while I was there. So not bad. Not too bad. No. Um, there's about, I think they rented out about 30 seats this year. It felt like there was more people than that. I, I know there was more people than that because other people had guests show up and such. Um, as well as a few kids I brought my kids with. They had a blast. They stayed the overnight. They did an overnight for everybody. Well, if you're an adult, you could stay every night anyway. 
but for the kids, they did an overnight, and uh, they made it till about nine o'clock in the morning the following day. Uh, Streak leader's son made it forty-two hours before he went to bed. Jeez, which was impressive, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, needless to say, uh, Achievement Fest twenty eighteen was successful. Like like we mentioned, Giant Hunger, uh, he showed up and scored a little bit less than I did. He got about five hundred gamer score less than me. P Tart had like sixteen thousand, I believe, thirteen or sixteen thousand. Pretty, um, pretty. Her husband. I think crossed over Handsome. about tw- yeah he went over like twenty thousand streak leader had about twenty two thousand gamer score so very very successful fun weekend it isn't all about gaming either we kind of did a little bit of socializing went out drinking a little bit had a little bit of just fun in general which was good for everybody's spirits and soul um, we are talking about next year already um, there's going to be a forum and discussion for Achievement Fest twenty nineteen uh, it has been also announced that the more people we can do, to go the more likely are that they'll actually lock down the entire gaming center for just us. Because as it is right now, we have an area designated for us, but the gaming center is still open to the public. So if we get 100 people, which is a little bit of a stretch, but we're kind of going to try to push this and advertise it, they will actually lock down the entire place from Thursday until Monday just for us. Well, that would be cool. So basically unlimited gaming for anybody that is there. So with no worry about any strangers, anybody coming in to worry about anything, it would all be just people from the community. Now I have the most important question about Achievement Fest. Was the Chinese place still there? Yes, it was actually still there, but it was advertised as a grand opening. (laughs) And it still had the same name. So what we've determined what it is, is that it's owned by the same family. And what they do is they shut it down. They have a one person who takes out a loan on the business and they create a new restaurant. And then they run it until the loan runs out or whatever statute runs out. And then a new family member buys it up and reopens it as the same place, but they advertise it as a grand opening. So, yeah, it was the same location, <laughs> but it was definitely a different, different same restaurant. Does that make sense? Seems smart. Yeah, right? very, very smart. But yeah, the, <laughs> the buffet, <laughs> challenge, was, buffet <laughs> challenge was great. Uh, our there's a the Mexican place we go to on Thursday nights is called the Real Hacienda, which is across the street from the Hacienda. <laughs> okay, so awesome. so, so Ter- Terre Haute is a very interesting city. Uh, I highly recommend anybody that is curious about Achievement Fest and whatnot, just come check it out. We, it's a good group of people. We all have a really good time. Uh, we. I won't say we share Xboxes, so I was playing on other people's Xboxes most of the weekend because they had games I didn't have, and people were playing on mine because they were playing games that they didn't have. So it's it's a good community. It's a good group. Highly recommend everybody come out, um, check it out. We want more people to come. We want it to be a bigger thing than it is. We want it to be a real event. It becomes a real event. The event becomes cheaper for everybody. Hotels become cheaper. Um, we can actually designate the whole gaming center for us, which would be really awesome. So... That's all I got. Oh, yes. The Chinese Xbox was in well use. I believe 12 people started and finished Mr. Pumpkin Chinese. Like eight did Dying Reborn. Four did Candleman Chinese. Uh, there was actually two Chinese Xboxes there for a while because uh, a couple other people showed up and they one of them had a Chinese Xbox. So it kind of relieved the load off of mine. But it was definitely a very popular popular thing to be used anyone bang out the halo master chief collection no <laughs> <laughs> he could do no, that but, um, that'd be impressive the 
the uh, the on TA they're called their names are Harmon and Death and Glory, and they were playing Guitar Hero and Band Hero and such, or Guitar Hero rock band, legitimately, no Magic Machines or or music instruments, and it was pretty awesome. They were playing Fire and Flames like a duel, pretty crazy. And then I watched I watched one of them play. He was doing the bass drum and then playing the guitar on Expert at the same time. Wow. Yeah, I it, thought I was good. Jeez. Yeah, one of them was also playing. I guess there's an, there's an achievement for... Oh, I'll tell the two other stories. There's an achievement for something in one of the rock bands where you have to do... I don't know if it's a drum solo where you have to do it perfect. And he was using two bass pedals and the drums and just flying through it. It was unbelievable. But on Saturday morning, so this would be... When uh, Streak Leader's son was already up for well over 30 hours, they played a group of six guys all played Just Dance 2017 Chinese because there's a, a multiplayer achievement in that. <laughs> and it was about 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. They're all dancing in the back of the store. It was, it was pretty entertaining. But I think one person there, it was the first time anybody actually unlocked the achie- this achievement in that game. And he'll probably be the, I think it was Harmon. It'll be, he'll be the first one to actually finish the game. Kind of neat. Pretty neat. But no, Achievement Fest 2018, Blast 2019's also going to be Blast, so come check it out. Well, as you get details and whatnot, we'll share them here. See if we can get the Perfect. whole center I will for be us. sharing them. Yep, and I also talked to the gentleman who's in charge of Achievement Fest, and he's actually willing to come on the podcast and talk about it some well, as well as when we get to a little bit closer. That would definitely, that would definitely work that, let's get on to some listener questions. First up, on a scale of 1 to 9, excluding 5, how much do irregular gamer score values bother you? Ryan? I'm going to put it at about a 1. It used to bother me when I was younger. Younger and was more (laughs) on the the 5, 0. I'm an old gamer. The 5 and zeros where you can just divide it evenly. Um, It doesn't bother me anymore. Now, granted, my gamer score is with a five and a zero right now, but uh, that's just because of the games I'm playing. A lot of ACA games are just an even thousand, so and even achievements all the way around. But it doesn't bother me. Uh, I'm pretty sure I crossed three hundred thousand with an odd number and four hundred thousand with an odd number. So, whatever. That's don't worry about it. That's funny. It must be because I'm young. Then, since you're old, it doesn't bother you because it bothers me. I'm about a seven. I hate it being off if it's not divisible by five it's wrong <laughs> i know a lot of people like that Corey, what do you think yeah so i embrace the odd amount uh so much not so much that i go out of my way to make it that way but uh i'm not gonna go immediately correct it if if it's even or, um or odd and really I don't look at my gamer score enough to even know down to the last uh, digit, so it, it doesn't really bother me. So, three point three repeating, of course, on that scale. L. Hi, we'll put it at about a three. Um, they used to bother me, but they really don't now. As long as I'm able to hit milestones right on the nose. So when I got a hundred thousand, uh, almost a foof. And when I got 200,000 and 300,000, I made sure to hit it on the nose and take fun pictures and screenshots and all that stuff. 
Um, would three hundred thousand? Would three hundred thousand be considered a triple foof? Oof. A triple foof. <laughs> yes. If he actually hits a hundred k one day, then it would be. But <laughs> I recently played the game Virginia, which had all kinds of crazy amounts. There was thirty-two pointers and twelve pointers and twenty-four pointers. But it didn't bother me because I knew I was going to complete the game and get the 1,000 gamer score. Now, the one game that's definitely tripped me up was Graw. So if you get all the achievements in the game, except for the three leaderboard achievements, you would wind up with an uneven score. Boo. So that's the only one. Yeah, and I'm not going to spend my time doing those. So You don't want to set up that's... eight boxes over eight months and just play that constantly? Uh, no, actually, I would like to do it legit with the community. Um so we should try that. <laughs> That'll be the first boost. Talk about a boost. <laughs> Good luck. Ugh, man. Did you guys see No Man's Sky list? Uh, I don't think it yet. has a single achievement that's divisible by five or zero. Awesome. Ugh. Keep away. That's insane. Hey, just complete it, right? Yeah, that's right. That's just finish true. the game and you're fine. Sure. Sounds easy. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be just fine. No, no problems. You only have to go to a gajillion solar systems or whatever the heck is in that game and the second community question how do you guys feel about the the ownership of games or lack thereof physical versus digital l what's your thoughts growing up obviously we had nes and snes and playstation and we had to buy our cartridges and then our cds and it's nice to have a collection but in the new era everything's digital now netflix is streaming Music, you can buy a song at the click of a button. And gaming is the same way. And with game sharing on the Xbox One, where two people can effectively play the game um, for the price of one, I believe that digital is the way to go. Um, I have maybe 10 physical Xbox One games. And only because they were a sale that I couldn't pass up. Now, How many are WWE games? Mm, well, I still get... I <laughs> I do buy the collector's editions of, of that particular title every year. So, f about four of them. Now, on the other hand, in 20 years from now, will we have access to these games? That's the real dilemma. Because I can plug in my old consoles and my old cartridges and CDs will work just fine. So, that's the real dilemma. Well, isn't it a kind of a? It's kind of a dilemma with the X One too, because the games all require to be installed and they check online. It makes you kind of wonder how well even the disc versions are going to work. Right, that's an excellent point. It doesn't really matter though, because in twenty years we're going to have the re 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 master of Pac Man. You know, Ooh. yay! And don't forget, Microsoft promised us that all the games going forward would always work. See how that works in ten Absolutely. years. Absolutely, <laughs> but, always. But ultimately. But ultimately, the fact that I don't have to get up and change discs all the time is probably the deal breaker. So I prefer digital right now. See, now that echoes my kind of my thought. Personally, I'd rather have physical games, but having digital is nice because you don't have to get up and change the disc. And Mango, what about you? So I'm going to be the old the old fuddy duddy. I prefer physical games. At least I thought I did, and then I started doing numbers. Well. Almost having a complete 360 collection and having a massive, like, retro, uh, I guess, retro gaming collection, as you'll call it now. Um, I have a lot of physical games, which means I can always go and play them. 
But then I looked at the, the Xbox One and realized I only have about 60 retail titles, like physical retail titles. And then, But my ready-to-install list on my Xbox One, if I take all my games, I've got 1,100 games on there, which are all digital. Wow. So <laughs> I guess I've kind of embraced the digital revolution. Um, I don't mind getting up and changing discs. It's a matter of a few feet away from me. But the convenience of, oh, let's play this now, I can just click it and go uh it tends to be a favorable option and i have gotten to the point where if somebody says oh i want to play this oh well i gotta install that okay well let's play this instead okay yeah, it seems to be more convenience especially with my uh even the, the amazing thing with that as many digital games that i have even with my potato internet i still have <laughs> more digital games than the retail games so go figure how big is your 360 collection you mentioned that Right now, I'm only 49 games away from a complete U.S. set. Um, wow. I think with that, I got to check the database for worldwide releases. I'm pretty sure I'm under under 150 total worldwide releases from having a complete set. That's pretty awesome. Little How many do you have? Well, the total set is what? 1584? That's so, right. So, a little, well, so right around a little next, over 1300? I guess the next question then is... Is storage space uh, an issue at all? Um, for the 360 games, not so much. The older system stuff, though, it's starting to be a problem. So I'm probably going to be start selling the older stuff just because I don't play it. But I've got all shelves that are exact exactly the size for 360 games. I've actually measured out the number of shelves I need, so I know exactly how many shelves I need to finish the collection and how much room I need, and I'm perfect for the room. So. Yeah, we need to get a couple of pictures of that and post it in a Discord. Yeah, I will. Uh, it'll be a it'll be a happy day. I'm I, I did the dollar value amount, and I'm under six hundred dollars total games left, for, at least for the U.S. release. When I get to the worldwide releases, there's a couple of Korean games I don't have, which are not cheap. It's pretty awesome. It's something <laughs> for us. It's pretty awesome. What do you think, Corey? You like the physical or digital? Yeah, so most of my media is uh, digital. We had a little conversation in Discord earlier that related to this. We're talking about comic books specifically. I prefer physical comic books, but most other media, I, I go digital. And it probably started back when Xbox Live Arcade was a thing. I was into a lot of those titles, and you know, there's no discs for those. So uh, I, I bought into it, and... I, I kind of made peace with the fact that once I moved on, you know, I wouldn't have them anymore because uh, I played them and then I was done with them. But uh, with backwards compatibility, it has been pretty nice. Each time a couple new titles hit, it's kind of like a surprise whether it's going to show up in my ready to install list or not. And uh, when it does, you know, that's a good day. Uh, it has pros and cons, obviously, because, yeah, you you don't have anything to trade in or to, to look at or to send to a friend. Um, but at the same time, you don't have to have any shelf space and you don't have to get up and change a disc. Uh, so it's all good. I, I, I kind of, so I prefer digital um, overall. For our dis discussion segment, we're going to be talking about free games. Teaching. Free games are, of course, games that do not cost any money to play. Uh, rip in peace, Doritos Crash Course 2. 
How, however, more often than not, they are really free to play or free to play for a little while. The majority of free games are usually bundled with microtransactions that extend playtime, grant additional access to, to the game, more levels, blah blah blah, or allow the player to customize their experience. What do you guys think of free games? I used to like them. Uh, I don't like them anymore. They've become... There's a lot of the free games seem to have a little bit more too much of a paywall on them. Uh, examples being the uh, Frozen Freefall, um, the Frozen game. I think that's the name, Frozen Freefall. Right. Um, Adventure Pop blatantly, blatantly makes it where it's got a paywall. Um, and then you get the endless grinds unless you spend money, like Gems of War. Gems of War is a great free game. Massive. Problem is it just doesn't end. It doesn't end. What do you think, Al? You like your free games, or you just like the free games Michelle buys you? Um, did you have to say that? <laughs> he buys every free game on their absolutely. Account. <laughs> um, well, there are certain free games that they actually are free with no hidden agenda, and unfortunately, a couple of them are delisted now, like the great. Ben Hur and um, the Fast and the Furious game were free and they were a thousand gamer score pretty easily. You were going to talk about a, a similar type game, I believe, Corey. Free games like Hawken? Is that what you were thinking? Oh, Hawken! <laughs> I believe. Not completely free. I believe but... we talked about this game back in our archives, episode zero, if you will. <laughs> but that is a great free game that we discussed. Um, Definitely there check are some that 360 out. titles also. Remember the Xbox 360? Oh, we had Harm's Way. We had Yaris. Oh my God, Yaris was so great. Aegis <laughs> Wing. Yes, Aegis Wing. Aegis Wing was Aegis Wing was really good. Hexic was, was that free? I was just about to say Hexic. Yes, Hexic, Hexic HD, and one I really enjoyed was Doritos Crash Course, and Doritos Crash Course Two. If you can, I even though they were delisted, I believe with free games, you could actually acquire them via the internet if you have a, a USB and put that in your 360. They will work, I believe. Except Crash Course Two does not work. That is 100% broken. Oh, that's sad. Crash Course 1 is actually backwards compatible. Yes, I believe it is. Yeah, and those are the old free games that were more just advertisements instead of actually having a paywall or something requiring you to enter money. Actual games. Turned out to be so good, though. Yeah, I don't mind the, the advert games because that's what those were. Oh, speaking of which, Elroy, love that guy, his favorite game, NBA 2K... 17? The Prelude? Or was it 18? No, it's uh, definitely not 18. Not, definitely not 18. <laughs> Wait, what happened with 18? Oh, that's right. On the PlayStation, it had trophies. But on the, on the one, <laughs> we were not so lucky. Maybe. Well, actually, that brings up the that Life is Strange kind of add-on. which I Captain the Spirit. Wonderful Captain Spirit, which ended up, they classified it as a demo. So it's still a free game, but no achievements. Yep, I downloaded it and have yet to play it for that reason. Just 
don't have time for no achievements. A friend of mine was just talking to me about that today. He said it was really good if you like that universe. Yeah, it seems kind of loosely that they loosely defined as being a demo. I don't know what they're demoing. Yeah, I'll hit it up right before Life is Strange 2, but it can wait. Uh, has anyone ever played games like Smite or Neverwinter or Lies of Astaroth, anything like that? I got hooked into Neverwinter for a little while, and then I stopped playing because I realized Neverwinter never ends. That's what the name of the game should yes. be, is never end. <laughs> never, never ender. And then Lies of Astaroth has got some of the worst programming I've ever seen in one of these free games, and terrible translation. And I played it because it, it's almost like Magic the Gathering, in kind of in a way, uh, but free, in quotes. It was good, and then the, each consecutive update has just made the game worse and worse and worse, and I said, I had enough. I'm done with these guys. Now, the Chinese version of the game, they haven't updated it at all, so it actually is just like the original version, so it's actually better. Speaking of Magic the Gathering, Magic Duels is actually a pretty excellent free game. Uh, for Achievement Hunters, there's a couple of really bad ones. There's one for 500 daily challenges. And there's no tracker in the game. Yippee. So that's the worst part. And it, no cheesing it either? Like they're truly daily? I think you have a choice of two or three of them a day. But yes, you do have to play for at least 500 days. But then there's another one that I believe you have to get 500 online wins. So yeah, there's not too many people who have completed Magic Duels. Too much magic. Um, most of the free games too, they also all seem to suffer from being really long achievement grinds. Except for where we mentioned Hawken, where if you get a group, it's quick. And then Corgan, which is one that I think Rocker knows a little bit more about, too. Yep, Corgan is a game you can get right now for the grand price of free 99 And <laughs> it's, uh, it's being touted as an episodic game. Right now, you can download the prologue for free and get all 1,000 gamer score. And you can also pay $20 for the first expansion. I don't know if they call it episode or not, but in the store it's called expansion. It has no achievements tied to it right now. They will probably add more expansions. Whether they add achievements or not to them remains to be seen. But it is a dungeon crawler game. It's like Diablo Light. 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 <laughs> there are like three characters that you can pick from a hunter, um, a warrior, and a mage, and only the hunter has an achievement tied to them. Uh, you play as one, you play this solo, and you can switch between all three characters at any time, and they each level up and have different movesets unique to them. Uh, from playing it, the mage seems like the OP character that you want to use if you want to blow through the game. Uh, or the prologue, I should say, since that's the only part with achievements. That being said, the achievements require you to go through three main dungeons or areas throughout the game. Each one has a boss, and each one has secondary side objectives that are relatively easy and quick. The whole prologue is taking people, you know, about three hours to, to complete. Um, besides just playing the game and doing the bosses, you're going to do... Uh, things like killing 10 enemies, killing 10 enemies while they're frozen. So that requires uh, 
I take it back what I said earlier. That does require the mage. Uh, there's another achievement for the hunter where you have to disarm 10 traps specifically with the hunter. There's also an achievement for getting so much of the currency in the game. And that comes pretty quickly as my third achievement. It's a thousand of these crystals. There's an achievement for using the teleporter, which you're going to do as soon as you move to a different area. So that's going to come naturally. And I think that's it. There's only um, 11 achievements in the entire game. So, yeah, two to three hours, 11 achievements. You're going you're gonna to have a, a good, easy time with it. I will say, though, it comes off as, you know, we have three characters and we have multiplayer we have online co-op that you can play this game in do not try to play this game in online co-op because i tried playing with ellen michelle we noticed that only the host was getting progress that's no no and there's also it doesn't follow the story it just does any of the three dungeons in its own uh order it's random and i i can't remember if we even did enough to find a boss uh, to see if that worked, but you're definitely going to get your side objectives messed up with it. So we decided to disband that quote unquote boost and play individually. And I don't think there's any issues uh, with it. So Corgan, again, the prologue is free. One episode is out. They could add more with achievements. That remains to be seen. But right now, you can get a thousand gamer score for zero dollars uh and to elroy's surprise there's no barn cats or coyotes <laughs> in this game so get on it june bug <laughs> now is there an easter egg in that game to play as uh, smashing pumpkins lead singer billy corgan your reference went right over my head oh come on i got you and i'll just do the da-dunks. oh i remembered another free game the crown jewel what is that and that is Roblox. <laughs> oh, gosh. How did we forget Roblox? Well, if you have children, they probably have heard of Roblox before you did. But it is absolutely free to download. And you can get some pretty quick achievements. And then there's uh, infamous achievements for playing consecutively on 10 and 20 days. But each of those achievements are worth 200 gamer score each or they're well worth your time but you need to be careful about getting those and keeping your streak alive because i went well past 20 days did you run into that i actually looks like i started it on march 2nd and finished on march 27th so i guess i didn't forget wow. well i have an issue of not having a regular play time and so i logged in for 20 days consecutively but it was at various times and apparently it's not based off the U.S. date, so I don't know what time zone it was, but I was hitting it. I was missing a day, you know, here and there. It sucked. Yeah, I could never remember either. I, without knowing it, I was pulling a frame. Oh, <laughs> All right, and that about do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this show, uh, please be sure to share it around to your friends and family. Uh, don't forget to. Give us a rating. Smash that subscribe button so you stay up to date with all of us. If you'd like to contact us, and be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Achievements101, or join our Discord, discord.me. Please, please join our Discord. 
yes, please join the Discord, discord.me slash TAH101. We do a ton of exclusive giveaways over there. Corey has been passing out codes like crazy lately. If anybody wants to contact you, Corey, where, where can they find you? Just find me on Discord at Rocker Dude. You'll see me as soon as you come in there. I'm on the welcome screen. And L, how about you? Big L. Five, four, this week, three, very sequential segment, we discussed games. Not everyone out there has a sugar bottle. So, these games are quite popular. A very sequential segment with Nature and Royal achievements, as well as their fair share of easier achievements that can be accomplished with little effort. Free achievements? Who doesn't like free achievements? Well, us. Sometimes. This week, we uncover the dark side of free games and their microtransactions. They dangle in front of us like free candy to get us into their white, unmarked vans. Now, with all these free games on our list, there exists a multitude of achievements, you know, that will never go away. If only there was a way to make them disappear. This is your very sequential segment. Achievements we would pay to go away. Countdown. But first... Time for some pleasantries. She has the 79th highest gamer score on the Xbox One in the world. If by the world you mean the state of New York, and you mean only in point-and-click games. She is Matriarch. Oh, thank you always for that resounding introduction. I actually owe you an apology by way of leaderboards. Yeah, I, um, I, I was wrong last week. I introduced you as the person with the 212th highest gamer score in Tennessee, and I neglected the fact that that's the highest gamer score on xbox 360 but i'm actually sitting here with the the gentleman who ranks 18th right now and probably 17th after recalculation in tennessee in gamer score and by way of mentioning that congratulations on your big gamer score milestone you just hit 400,000 gamer score today correct that is correct did you hit it with anything fancy and fun well i decided to get back to my roots so i thought what better way to hit 400,000 than to Use an ACA gem that says in the achievement name, score 400,000 points. That was the name of the achievement. And it was in some awful ACA game uh, where you punch a, a river man in the face over and over again, and you get achievements for that. That's amazing. That's great. Hit 400,000 on the, on, the, on the news. Now, the question I have is, like, how long am I supposed to leave it that way? I, I did that this morning, and, like... I don't know, it just looks so pristine and, and clean. <laughs> it's 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 hard to to uh kinda tarnish it if you will. So I don't and know. The quest for five hundred thousand starts with the five G achievement. Ah Let's yes. keep moving. Let's do it. All right. All right. Well, did we have any community feedback this week? Um, we did have some feedback from our episode on sequels a couple weeks ago. Uh, and this one came from our host, Fufu Cuddly Poof a.k.a. Kenny, and he said something to us along the lines of, oh, man, whereas I loved your segment, the Avatar part had me yelling. I, like, actually yelling, so shame on you, Elroy. <laughs> man, that's First up, the main, char- the main character's name is Aang, not Avatar. Hmm. I face-palmed hard at that one. 
Also, I got to call foul on this game, and by that he means its inclusion. It's not a standalone thing. It technically has a sequel, which is the Naruto Shirupadupaden, hmm. which takes place about 80 years after the events of the main game. Hmm. Well, perhaps you facepalming yourself is the reason why you keep yelling. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> it reminds me of a question one of my students once posed to me. He said, if you punch yourself in the face and you cry, does that make you tough or weak? <laughs> what? I don't know. High school mentality. But anyway. Is, yeah. <laughs> so, hang on a minute there, Foofy. First things first. If this guy's name isn't Ava or Avatar, then why, is the, why isn't the game called Aang, the last airbender dude? So, as you will see... There is clearly a colon between Avatar and The Last Airbender. And, as you probably learned in English class, the colon is a punctuation mark consisting of two equally sized dots centered on the same vertical line. A colon precedes an explanation or an enumeration or list. Thus, who is The Last Airbender? It's our friend, Ava. Second of all, you mean to tell me that they ruined a perfectly good prequel with that Naruto Sharupadupin dumpster fire? That's what I call a waste. Here is your tease of the week. You may see that topic in subsequent lists. Sequels. Much like Girls Gone Bad. Now, I knew there had to be at least one more reason to hate that game. And that explains why everyone is yelling and running with their little scrawny arms dangling behind them. Before causing explosions everywhere, colon, they hate the game as much as everyone else. See how I used a colon there, uh, Fufu? Anyway, I should have known the uh, last airbender guy, Ava, was one of those forgettable characters. I believe he was the one who got his power level over 9,000 and then turned into a giant Pikachu squirrel thing and then shoots fire and such. I'm not sure, but as you might suspect, I don't really care. So disappointed that that was the direction they went with the sequel. Shame on them, and shame on anyone who supported it. Wow. Those are some pretty tough words on uh, that whole franchise. We take our community feedback very serious. This is true. Almost too serious. But that's what we're here for. Um, <laughs> but while we're on the topic of support, oh, yeah. uh, our topic for this week, as you noted above, was uh, or prior, is free-to-play games and those free-to-play achievements we would pay to make go away. Mm -hmm. And that's typically how one supports a free-to-play game. You go ahead and you buy away achievements. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with the honorable mention for this week. You ready? Honorable mention. So unlike last week's list, where we intentionally picked things that we hadn't or wouldn't ever, 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 ever play, mm -hmm. this week I'm going to go ahead and actually spotlight a game I have played, a game that I've played way too much a game that is near and dear to my heart but will probably also be the game i blame for the eventual failure of my xbox one <laughs> gems of war Ooh. so gems of war in case you're not familiar with it because i don't want to assume that everyone is is a match three game uh but it has puzzle elements or i'm um, sorry it of course has puzzle elements it has rpg <laughs> elements so throughout the game you're you collect different troops 
the troops have different magic. They're attached to different colored gems. You make the gem matches to make the magic happen and so on and so forth. Now, this might sound a lot like Puzzle Quest to you. And if that's the case, it makes sense because it's developed by the same team who made Puzzle Quest. Did you happen to play any of those games? The niche RPG puzzler, I can't say I've uh, <laughs> touched a lot of those. I know. They were only worth 200G, most of them. They took a lot of time. Oh, uh, definitely But I not. figured I'd put it out there, just in case. <laughs> um, but yeah, these games, typically, the Puzzle Quest series, typically the games take anywhere uh, between 15 and 30 hours. That's usually what you can expect when you jump into a Puzzle Quest game. Ugh. The major difference when you're dealing with Gems of War is that amount of hours to completion is about a billion or so. <laughs> um, now, of course, this is just about just a slight exaggeration. I'm currently sitting slight. at about three. <laughs> well, I'm at about three achievements left in the game. I've already dumped, according to the tracker on Xbox, 18 days into it. And oh, I'm only mercy. fourth on my friends list. The top person has put 160 days into the game. So it, it just who, who, who in the world would do that? Uh, my, my buddy game tag was taken and uh oh. he's been super into the game for a while but then the next one down is 90 days and then 19 days and it's it, so it's it's a big investment in time sounds like his life was taken <laughs> 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 so um that means there's but there's a lot of achievements that take a lot of time so if i had to pick one achievement from the game if i could go back and i could turn back time and i could find a way to make things easier for myself that one achievement would be Dark Ritual. Hmm. And here's why. All right. So on the surface, this achievement, worth 40 gamer score and a 7.85 TA ratio, which is mostly because it takes so long, mm -hmm. it's for crafting a troop called Zathenos. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but that's what we're going with for the remainder of this little segment here. <laughs> is it related yeah, to Aang? Or is it... it might be, it, but it's it's got an X in it. So, you, you know, X's are always what? tricky when it comes to pronouncing. Is it a Z? Is it a Z? Is it a Y? I don't know. Well, we but Zathanos is what we're going for. Yeah, we, we cover everything on this segment from Ava to Zanaros. Oh, nicely done. Yes. Nicely done. <laughs> um, but so the, the achievement takes a long time and it requires a lot of components. And to make things even worse for the gamer, they actually, there's some glitch. I don't know if it's still the case with it when you start, but it shows up at being as being 98% complete until you complete it so i've had this achievement at 98 percent complete since november or so and i promise you i'm still not at 98 percent complete to this day um are they dropping the reason... bombs in, in where you're at or are you, uh, are you that, okay i i'm good that's okay. a fire truck oh okay going, thought, you know, not far from a I, firehouse i thought there was like an inbound missile coming your way all right, all right. they're coming to put out the fire on my xbox with all this <laughs> gameplay that it's encountered yes, indeed. so let me let me explain a little bit this achievement and why it would be so much more convenient to just pay a flat fee and have it go away so in order to craft the thanos you need to have several components first off you need three weapons that you first need to craft and to craft these three weapons you need souls you need gems and you need various crystals mm -hmm. they're they're different colors so they're sapphires and emeralds and rubies and you get the idea mm -hmm. in order to craft these you need 100,000 souls a piece so just to craft these three weapons you need to get 300,000 souls and this is no quick task if you know the game really well you might have the right troops you might have them in the right formation but if you don't or you play casually, you might do as I did for the longest time and only get 10 or so souls of battle. <laughs> and it's going to take forever. But then once you've crafted your three weapons, you still have to craft 
the guy himself, he requires an additional 50,000 gems. So as That's if you all? or 50,000 souls, pardon me. That's a bargain. Yeah. Compared to everything else you've been to, you also <laughs> need to uh, need to acquire 4,000 diamonds. And the only way that you can acquire diamonds is by playing these dungeons that exist in the game. And the dungeons allow you to fight three enemies. And once you get through all three, you're done for the day. But they're not easy to beat necessarily. And if you beat all three dungeon bosses in the day on Monday through Saturday, you get a grand total of 20 diamonds. So hmm. someone on TA did the math. His name is either Kuger or Kugari. And I i don't know how to pronounce it, but I wanted <laughs> to give him a shout out for doing the work for me. It takes 64 days <laughs> if you're playing every day and you beat every enemy, which is by no way a guarantee. To get the diamonds. So you're looking at months and months and months of logging in daily and playing. There's no way to idle it. There's no way to make it easier. So And, and people do this? Yeah, I, I've been doing it for, for a long time now. I've got two weapons and uh, one more to go. It's just, it takes forever. So if I could pick one achievement in this game where I could pay it away, never mm -hmm. have to worry about it, it would be Dark Ritual. Um, of course... With every title update that comes out for this game, there's another awful achievement. I mm -hmm. haven't started to approach the one for leveling up a pet to level 20. Oh. And um, maybe if we revisit this topic again in the future, that'll be my choice. But for now, we're just going to stick with this one. What kind of pets do they provide? Um, they have 20 or 30 pets they launched with that update. And you can only acquire a pet by doing a pet rescue event, which runs for, I think, seven hours once a week. Didn't. And you have to fight eight battles to unlock the pet. And the only way you can guarantee you're going to have enough pets to level it up is to have 3,000 gems on hand. But if you're also spending them crafting things, it's just the design of the game is for you to play it forever or to spend a lot of money. Hmm. Didn't Barbie rescue some puppies once or something like that? <laughs> All right. So, well, I, hard to follow that up, but number five. <laughs> War Planet Online Global Conquest Windows 10. And the achievement is Choreography. Now, this entry on the countdown is the epitome of the pay to go away. Enter War Planet Online. It's a strategy and simulation title that many achievement hunters have enjoyed the fruits of. It is set in, I, I want to say it's set in the future, but uh, I, I'm not sure. But it does appear to be some kind of land that, uh, that war apparently consumes everyone's thoughts and everyone's actions. Uh, you build buildings for war. You harvest resources for war. You upgrade buildings to be better at war. Now... Old General Sherman once said that war is hell. Well, the game is definitely war, and the choreography achievement brings the hell. Hashtag banjo. Now, I played <laughs> this game, and so did uh, three people on my friends list. Now, granted, I don't have a huge friends list, but uh, there was still three nonetheless. I want to give a shout-out to Rocker and uh, Chin Doctor. And X the Hero, all three of them have experienced this game. Now, we are all tied on the friend leaderboard at 948 TA. Hmm, how odd. Could it possibly be because there are only nine other achievements outside of this choreography one 
and all nine of those could be finished in less than two hours? Now, if you need points in a hurry, this game is for you. But wait, why does the game have a completed game estimate of somewhere between 80 and 200 hours if the game is so quick? Ah, yes, I almost forgot. Choreography. Now, I don't even really fully understand this achievement, choreography. And before you say it, yes, I know what choreography is. It's the study of engaging the core, like, uh, you know, hashtag games, bro. (laughs) But I have no idea what it has to do with being a single achievement that adds an additional 78 to 198 hours to a, or, or more, to an otherwise enjoyable experience. If you look at the description of the achievement, it reads, not achieved description. Not achieved description. I can. That's what it says. That's choreography. Not achieved description. And there's a little gem there to let you know that it's really important. Now, I can only assume that they were sitting around Gameloft Studios. That's who puts this uh, little gem out. Mm, oh, Gameloft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This explains a lot now. Oh, okay. And they were putting the final touches on the game when they realized that they hadn't named the achievements yet. Now, they didn't want to pull one of those Detroits, but. They thought they said, "Let's call the achievement for you getting or for you joining a faction." I need a faction with the description of join a faction. Oh yeah, what about the one where you get an achievement for building your first building in that tutorial? Hmm. Let's call it first building, and and then the description, build unit factory. So this went on for literally seconds. Until they got on to the final crown jewel achievement. Oh, hey, what about this last one that you get for playing the game for an additional four full days longer than you want to? And you have to upgrade everything to a ridiculous level and produce five million of everything and all those other hoops we make you jump through. Choreography. What? <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I am late for my choreography lessons. What about description? It doesn't matter. It's... A not achieved description. Nobody will ever see it. And, if, <laughs> and there you go. So, well. yeah. So, what if you could? What if there was a shortcut? Hmm. What if you didn't have two weeks to invest into a single achievement? Well, there is. You can get the choreography achievement for the low, low cost of approximately $80. Wow. Yeah. Well. Wow. But what's the value on your time, Elroy? Well, Ronald Reagan, when not wielding a katana, once said, <laughs> "History teaches that war begins when government believe governments believe the price of aggression is cheap." And Gameloft once said, "The Xbox Store teaches that completions begin when gamers believe the price of eighty dollars is worth it." Yes. Now, as far as what I would do, well, guess what? We're about to get to it. So would I theoretically pay for it to go away? I guess that depends on the age-old response of, eh, depends. Who's buying? Now, (laughs) gun to your head. Em, are you familiar with this game? Uh, No, no, I'm not. Gun to your head. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. You have to do one or you get shot in the head. This is how we entertain ourselves in the South. Now, (laughs) I know Em isn't afraid of being murdered. So, she's just going to have to pretend to play along here. All right, Em. Gun to your head. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. You have to get this achievement. Okay. 
Would you spend the extra hour, 80 hours, or would you pay the extra 80 bucks? 80 hours, 80 bucks. Gun to your head. Remember, you're asking someone who just spent 18 days <laughs> working toward an achievement she hasn't popped yet. So I would put in the 80 hours. I'd be okay with that. But I certainly know a lot of other people who would, uh, oh, man, $80, it's, it's worth that 80 hours. A dollar an hour doesn't sound that bad when you put it that way. Yeah. What if the gun was at your head for those 80 hours? Um, that might be uncomfortable. <laughs> well, me, uh, I would uh, happily open the wallet, throw 80 bucks on the table, <laughs> and that is why it is number five on free-to-play game achievements. You pay to go away. So, yeah, gun to your head. That was kind of uh, a bit aggressive, but... Wait. Well, you're getting your point across, and that's that's what you have to do. do you, you have hear- to actively engage. Do, do you hear that? Um... I think so. What? What is? It's that? not the fire trucks from earlier. What no. Is what? What is that? What is? Sound. That? I'm feeling kind of European. Yeah. What? What the waka deal's going on here? societies based on the movements of our indisputably roundish planet in comparison to our closest star, I'm hijacking your segment instead of guesting on it. Let's get on with the list. As number four, we have Blast from the Past from Fallout Shelter. A very common characteristic of free-to-play games is incredibly time-consuming activities that entices you to buy consumables. The Fallout Shelter simulator, Fallout Shelter, has a few very time-consuming achievements, but none of them are as egregious as Blast from the Past, which tasks you with luring 20 legendary dwellers to live in your vault. You can get around three of them doing in-game quests, which was the number I was at after 50 hours played and having gotten all of the other achievements in the game. The rest of the dwellers need to be found in the game's loot boxes called lunch boxes. Lunch boxes can be purchased at $1 each or $40 for $20 if you want the best value. Lunch boxes are also infrequently given to you for completing in-game quests and also given to you as a login bonus once every week. 
the kicker is that the odds of getting a legendary dweller is somewhere around 1 in 20 lunchboxes, meaning you need around 400 of them to get 20 dwellers. Since this is completely luck-based, you might get them faster, but you are just as likely to need to open more, and many more of them. On true achievements, there are several people reporting they needed more than 700 lunchboxes to get a 20th dweller. In my case, I had played for 50 hours, getting two dwellers from quests and one dweller from lunchboxes. Needing 17 more, that would make this a 850 hour completion at my current rate. Yeah, that was not going to happen. What would it cost me to buy 400 lunchboxes? If I went with the best value and bought 40 of them for 20 bucks, it would cost me $200 to get 400 lunchboxes, which might have given me the achievement. Would you be willing to pay 200 bucks for a chance to get one single achievement worth 50 game score, 300 TA, and a very nice completion? I certainly would not. In this case, I would be willing to spend maybe a percent or two of that number. I personally have a very hard time to buy consumables in a game using real money, and have a much easier time parting with my money for something more permanent. Having played most of Fallout Shelter on my Xbox, I was pleased to learn that Fallout Shelter features a cross-saves between PC and Xbox. Why is that a good thing? Let me tell you what I did. I loaded up my vault on PC, closed Fallout Shelter, and prepared my blast from the past by turning my system clock 10 years backwards. Once the vault loaded up, I increased the system date with 7 days. Boom! Lunchbox. I put on a movie and went to work, adding 7 days, collecting lunchbox, adding 7 days, collecting lunchbox, for almost 500 weeks, or 2 real-time hours. I then had to spend 2 additional hours opening the damn things and getting rid of excess dwellers and equipment, but I cut my 850 hour projected grind down to 4 hours. Had I decided to only cash in my lunchbox every week, this process would have taken me close to 10 years. If this sounds like an awful experience, I can assure you that it is. And if you are savvy enough, you can automate this process using macros. But I had no patience for setting them up at the moment I did this. Tiny task seems highly recommended, but I have no experience with it myself. Blast from the past is a shitty achievement that stains an otherwise decent achievement list for a free-to-play game. Coming up as number 3, we have Unchallenged Champion in Dead or Alive 5 Last Round. Some free-to-play games surprise you with a surprisingly easy achievements list. Surprise! In the costume shop storefront, also fighting game Dead or Alive 5 Last Round Core Fighters, the achievement A Fighter is Born is awarded when completing all the lessons in the tutorial. This is the second rarest achievement among the game's 48 achievements. The rarest being get all the other achievements. Another positive surprise is that the unlock all other achievements achievement actually works, and to my knowledge was never broken. The third rarest achievement is the number 3 pick unchallenged champion, and it did make me spend 5 bucks to make it easier. The achievement requires you to complete any character's combo challenges. 
and I was and still am not very good with the free characters that was on rotation. I decided to splurge $5 to buy the character Tina, who seemed to be one of the easiest characters to complete this particular achievement. Dead or Alive 5 last round also happens to be the quickie of the week. Apart from the tutorial, combo challenge and get all the other achievements, this game's achievements list is incredibly easy with many achievements tied to navigating menus. You can do most of the game in 2 hours, gaining you around 750 gamer score and 1600 TA. With some help from a friend, the multiplayer can give both of you a couple of hundred TA with very little effort. And it is quite fast except for, for the play 100 matches. The game is also available with two lists on the 360, where Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate has the same list as last round, but sadly with a much lower TA ratio than the one version. Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate will also take you a considerable amount of time to get running, as it requires you to manually download a lot of free costume packs before you can actually play the game. And there's also the vanilla Dead or Alive 5, but that achievement list is way more time consuming and difficult than the last round edition and the ultimate version. As a sidebar, if I may, I would greatly enjoy discussing aspects of this game in greater detail with you soon. If I had some dramatic music to accompany this tease, I would play it. I do not, so I won't. Back to you, Matrarch and Elroy. OMJ. We're good. And we're back. That was uh hmm. I, I, that, that was interesting. That's a first. Gun to my head. Gun to your head. Would you do that again? <laughs> oh, oh no. Depends on who's buying the bullets. Oh. <laughs> Does this mean we get to continue? I think so. I think he gave us clearance. Alright. Well, with that all said and done, I'm gonna move on to the next title on our list so before jumping in here i'm just going to state something generally about free-to-play games that probably would have been better to state at the top frequently free-to-play games have a lot of moving elements and what i mean by that is that they have a lot of small components that you need to master in order to do well at the game and this usually Mm -hmm. involves things like different currencies or different items you need and this is because the more things that you need to gather to do your tasks, the more likely you are to say, screw it, I'm opening up my wallet, I'm putting $80 <laughs> on the table, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. So with that said, if you've never played a free-to-play game before, if you've never jumped into that universe, the first time you go to read up on it, it's going to be very overwhelming, right? Because you don't know what all these pieces are and what they mean. And people uh, on a site like True Achievements are really good about being super detailed, but that detailing can be pretty overwhelming and a little off-putting at times. So just with that kind of setup. Uh, out of the way i decided that was a a great disclaimer by the way well we gotta inform the public as much as we're trying to entertain (laughs) so i um generally with my free-to-play games i'm a little choosy not choosy enough but a little choosy Mm -hmm. so i was looking through the list of free-to-play games and thinking to myself well let me find a game that i've not started that if i'm uh, looking at it now i would pay to get one of these achievements and that's the thing that would make me finally start that game and as i was looking through i found questing legends in magic duels have you ever played magic before are you familiar with it at all 
Ooh, no. Is, that's not the kind that gathers, mm. is it? Is it a different type of magic? <laughs> oh. As it happens, it is gathering magic, or magic the gathering, as it were. Oh, now I'm out. <clears throat> you're out? <laughs> that's it? You're done? <laughs> that's well, it. that was easy. All right, we're, we're going to end here. 200 points, you know, magic the gathering. These are all buzzwords. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just like... I know there was uh, DLC, too. It's, it's, it's just everything is anti-Elroy. So <laughs> this is... Um, Magic Duels came out for the Xbox One. It's a free-to-play Magic the Gathering game. I'm familiar with Magic the Gathering. I was introduced to it in card form a long time ago before I owned an Xbox. Never really picked up on it. Picked up the Xbox Live Arcade version. Learned how to play the game through there. And I enjoy it a fair deal. But I don't necessarily enjoy it enough to be big into deck building. You're not going to find me at a Friday Night Magic where I'm going to be claiming about my victories. Because I'm not that invested but i do like it enough to consider a digital version of it because i found them fun to play in the past <clears throat> but this version of the game has this achievement for getting 500 daily quests hmm. and it it's exactly what it sounds like one a you day have i to, assume one a day Boy. now you can bank three at a time but it's not that the three of them hold there and then you'll get three the next day there's never any more than three uh, three of these quests at one time. So from the time you start the game to the time you finish the game, there's going to be at least 500 days that pass. So you have to know <laughs> when you start this game for the first time that a year and a half later, that's your first opportunity to complete the game. And never mind all the other grindy stuff that comes with these free games. Mm. Um, so it, it just, it's just a lot to ask up front. But there are a couple of other things with this as I was doing my research on true achievements that made this even more off-putting. Hmm. So first off, do you, you're familiar with tracking on Xbox One, right? It's wonderful, all I, these games. I've heard yeah. of it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I guess the ACA <laughs> games, you don't get to look at it too much. But um, the idea that you can turn on your achievement tracker and see that you're 50% through or 40% through that's helped me a lot with gems of war because i can pull up how close i am to something and say ah 71 percent i'm on the you know lighter side of this achievement mm -hmm. magic duels has no tracking and no in-game tracking no xbox achievement <laughs> tracking for an achievement where you have to accomplish 500 quests there's no way to know no oh, way to know how many you've accomplished and if you go away for three weeks for example well you're only going to get three to play so now you're however many days behind you have to track it manually so that's problem number one with this particular achievement bigger problem is there is apparently a glitch in the game that will nuke all of your progress oh jeez! all of it all of it's gone and the way that people find that's out a minor minor glitch yeah it's just a little thing it's not like the 98 percent on the tracker for dark ritual and gems of war this is everything you've done in the game just poof gone magic it's out of there so <laughs> imagine that you're going through the game and you're on your 430th day of going for this achievement you don't know that you have no progress anymore the only way that you find out is the game does have some form of in-game pop for when you accomplish achievements it's when you see that in-game pop for something you've already done and the horror as your heart sinks and you realize oh no i've got to do it all again <laughs> there is a workaround for this just to be as um, informative as possible. Face the Carnage mm -hmm. wrote a solution on true achievements under this achievement. It's the second one right now where they 
do detail workaround for it. But come on now. Isn't it bad enough you have to log in for 500 days? Isn't it bad enough that you actually have to accomplish these quests? And now on top of this, <laughs> something might nuke all of your progress? No, thanks. I'm totally Good out times. for this one. And <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, I don't know whether I'd pay to banish this achievement, throw that $80 on the table and just give it to me, or if I would pay... Gun to your head. <laughs> oh, gun to my head. I'm this sorry. might be the one that pushes me over. Or if I'd pay to get the achievement <laughs> tracker to work, so at least I'd know where I am. Oh. That's... That's uh, quite the achievement you described there. Uh, the uh, 500 days, that man, I can imagine. I know how I felt after 60 or 80 days of Robux, but yeah, geez. there's a number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, there's a 100 day achievement, so at least you have like a oh. kind of pull at 20 well, percent through it. You know. I think there's another one for Roblox that's not 20, but maybe 10. With that one. All right. Let's see. Yep. Oh, okay. Go yeah. into it. Number one. <laughs> so, Adventure Pop. We are going to need a bigger ship and a perfect world. Three. Now, popping bubbles. It's an enjoyable activity for so many people. You know, people chew gum and blow bubbles and watch them pop and giggle inside and. You know, other people, they get more joy out of the accompanying uh, bubble wrap in a, like when you get a package. And, you know, usually you play with that longer than maybe the package itself. I know my cats really <laughs> like the boxes when things come to that, mm -hmm. but that's another story. But anyway, it seems that everyone besides those who suffer from ligurophobia or phonophobia, ligriophobia or phonophobia, enjoy a good pop. Hmm. If the fear of loud noises is producing a disruptive emotional distress or an extreme physical reaction that tends to interfere with day-to-day -day activities, then it is best to seek professional help for this condition. That's ligurophobia or oh. phonophobia. So, yeah. I, I, that was a little, uh, uh, what you might call it, uh, public statement. <laughs> Just want to make sure every, those people are getting some help. Mm -hmm. So... Did you know that there's places that you can go to get help with ligriophobia and phonophobia? Uh, considering I didn't know what those were until about 10 seconds ago, no. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the fear of loud noises. It's apparently a thing. And so uh, there are, uh, <laughs> this is uh, per the Google, and this is a place that was offering treatment. And so they said, <laughs> clinical therapies including and I'm sorry about it, I'm laughing this this is a very serious very serious uh, medical condition uh, clinical therapies <laughs> oh boy sorry, including <laughs> clinical therapies keep it together Elroy keep it together I'm sorry I'm sorry you're delivering information to the public <laughs> yes yes I, I apologize maybe I'm not the best messenger for this message now clinical therapies including cognitive behavior therapy are known to be highly successful in treating and managing ligrophobia. Now, how do they treat it? CBT works by educating the patient so that he is informed about his phobia in a way that helps him to change his perspective. He also learns to challenge his thoughts, and through exposure and response prevention, he learns to overcome his phobia for good. And then there's like a little space there. And then the next paragraph says... A more direct clinical approach for treating ligrophobia is exposure therapy. Oh, jeez. It works by <laughs> offering very small doses of the offending stimuli, in this case, noise, until the patient learns to develop tolerance for the, lar the larger doses of sound. <laughs> so, oh, 
the best, so I guess the best way to treat this wonderful phobia is to put someone in a room, presumably tied to a chair, and then you just uh, keep making louder and louder noises until they stop shaking. That's <laughs> gun to their head. I'm not, yeah, gun <laughs> to your head. Gun to your head. Get over this phobia. Okay. So anyway, good job, clinic. Now, where was I? Oh, adventure pop. Right, yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Adventure Pop. It's a uh, free-to-play game that basically rips off the gameplay mechanic of the Bust a Move franchise where a player shoots bubbles and then matches colors and beats levels and gets their 150 points. A free and easy gamer score. So if you need 150 nice and easy gamer score, this might be for you. But then again, that's when it gets a little more interesting. Now, the remaining 850, uh, you're going to have to put a little more time into this. So... If you have some free time and have read the reviews in the, of the game in the Microsoft Store, um, it's uh, quite a funny read if you if you have some free time. You could go read it and listen as people lambast this wonderful uh, uh, pay game. Now, it's free to play, though. But everyone describes the paywall. So everything's mm-hmm. all fun and dandy until the difficulty is notched up like mm-hmm. instantly. And you can't get any further, and that's when you know you've hit the paywall. I like that. That's a good concept. I got that from uh, TA's uh, little forums on it. Anyway, the good news is that 505 Games will happily help you get unstuck. They're the ones that produce it. They offer a wide range of power-ups in the form of gems. You can get a handful of gems, which includes 300 gems. Or I'm sorry, 320 gems. For the low, low price of two ninety nine, sounds fair. You can, yeah, yeah. You can, of course, buy more in bulk, because guess what? They got a package available for any budget. So, do you need more? Yeah, you're playing it. If I talked you into playing this yet? <laughs> are, are you talking rhetorically? Because yeah. I'm sure you. Oh have. yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure you have. <laughs> well, if you just need a pile of gems, that includes five hundred and forty gems for five ninety nine. Or perhaps you're more a big stash of gems type person. Well, you can get that for uh, $9.99. That includes $1,200. Do <laughs> you still need more? Well, they got you covered. You can get the hefty chunk of gems that holds 200. Oh, I'm sorry, 2,500 for $19.99. That's quite a hefty trunk. Now, if you're a baller, you can get the <laughs> pirate's bounty of gems. That has all the gems you are looking for. 6500 for the reasonably priced. I mean, think of all the fun you're going to be having while you're spending these at $49.99. Now, if that isn't enough, you can always get an exclusive. Did I have you at exclusive? You want it, right? Mm-hmm. It's exclusive. Yeah. Well, you can get the exclusive booster bundle. For the low, low price of five ninety nine, if you want, you know, some additional clothing and equipment to look at while you spend that pirate's bounty of gems that cost you an arm and a leg. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. Now, these boosts. So, say you get stuck, you gotta get off a level. These boosts appear to cost around one hundred and sixty gems each. So, basically, at the bottom tier of their pyramid scheme, you would have to shell out basically a dollar fifty. For every stage you need to boost, 
i.e. skip. And I'm unsure of exactly when the paywall hits, but there are 80 stages to deal with, and you got to get three stars on all of them. Mm -hmm. And I know at least two of them are impossible. They, they've proven that it is impossible without a boost, no matter how good you are at this game. So uh, I think that is stage 70 and 74. So without a boost, you literally are unable to beat those stages. Now, thus, if you are a completionist, you have to shell out money to get both the we're going to need a bigger ship, Chivo, for getting 240 stars, as well as the Perfect World 3 Chivo for getting all the stars in all World 3 levels. Yeah, no big deal, right? With the ratios you got, the TA points you'll get from these two gyms, man, just those alone, 3,000 TA. And that doesn't even include all the, you know, the ones that you get along the way to those, you know, the big ones. So, I mean, this is a lot of TA you can get. All you got to do is buy a few gyms and, hey, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, so why is this game number one on the pay-to-go away list? Tell us. <laughs> Because you can't. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> All of you who have been yelling at the podcast for the last three minutes, <laughs> you can't buy gyms. I know that. You don't You don't have to keep saying that stupid Elroy. He doesn't even know that the gym store has gone away. That's the true statement. The store is shut down. You cannot get your gyms. So, all those prices I gave you, that's what they were before the store went down. Doesn't sound like such a bad deal anymore, does it? <laughs> so... Yeah, you literally cannot buy these to go away. These achievements have since been uh, flagged as unobtainable, and completionists that got suckered into putting this on their tag are left to scrambling. Now, imagine if you will. I, I think this would be brilliant if you could, but if, imagine if someone could sell their leftover gems. Yeah, so I'm sure there's at least three people out there that bought the... Uh, I don't know, maybe the same three that bought the Dovetail Euro, or finished the <laughs> Dovetail Euro fishing. I don't know, but I'm sure there's at least, th at least three people out there that bought the old pirate's chest, and I, I don't know, maybe they didn't use them all. Maybe they have a big pile of gems of 540 laying around, originally valued at 599. I wonder what they could get for them now, huh? In-game currency appreciation? Hmm. <laughs> Has that happened? I don't know. So you buy these outrageous deals on gems and you actually flip them for a profit? I think it would be fascinating if you could. And I would love if someone could get, you know, or maybe someone that had got it as a gift and they didn't use the code and then they could <laughs> sell the code. I would love to see what that would go for right now. But oh, man. Uh, I don't know. You might be able to barter it for one of those Connect USB devices. <laughs> I hear those are kind of pricey. But anyway, the I did look on eBay, and there is nothing for Adventure Pop. I was sadly disappointed. I don't know. So maybe it's out there, maybe it isn't. But in any case, number one is Adventure Pops. We're going to need a bigger ship in Perfect World 3. It tops our count do countdown this week <clears throat> because... We imagine a free-to-play perfect world four where you don't have to deal with all those biggest pieces of ship pay to win. Oh, just kidding. Now you can never win. Chivos! Now, sidebar, this game also features an achievement called the Rat Exterminator. Too soon, Adventure Pop. Too soon. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm up to level 65 in Adventure Pop. 
I think that's already paywall territory. And the, I, I was sitting here screaming at you for three minutes. Elroy, get to the point. <laughs> Please tell me you know that the store is closed. I don't want to have to correct you on the air. Oh, man. Adventure Pop. Yeah. So that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, if you're interested in getting in touch with us, you can reach out to either one of us at our gamer tags, Elroy OMJ, which is correctly listed in our show notes, or at my <laughs> gamer tag, Maychark, just about everywhere that you'd like to reach out to us. And of course, if you have any feedback, any commentary, we certainly welcome that. So please send it our way. If you have any ideas for topics for a top five list, feel free to send them along to us too. Well said. And once again, we want to thank everyone for listening. And with that, let the countdown to our next list begin now. <laughs>